This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at high5healthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Too Fit Crazy. In the microphone. We are where it's at. We got a little noise going on in the hallway. I mean, when we go out there and quiet everybody down. I don't, like, do you know who we are? <laughs> okay. like, do, like, like, this is worldwide. This is a worldwide People. podcast yeah. production yeah. TFC. Yeah. Yeah. To fit crazies. We are crazy. We're getting crazier and crazier, and we're finally bringing you someone from some hot environments <laughs> some today. Warm, some warm weather. You can take off the winter coats nope. in September. It is not snowing. However. No passport required. However. September. It's November. No, I know, but I'm saying mm. like, you know, everyone, even in September, people have their like winter clothes on and whatnot and snow. Um, although I'm not saying it's any less chaotic being that they are in Florida currently and with, you know, pandemic and hurricanes and elections and whatever the heck else is going on down there. Um, Worldwide chaos. It is. It's fine. Uh, we do ask a little bit about that. But Carrie Sullivan and Chan Ganaway. Um, are coming to us today from Melbourne, Florida. I'm so pumped. Carrie, I can't believe I met like a decade ago and we were talking today about from Piloxing to Play Yoga to SCW to what the heck else was the other one? Um, oh, Orange, to Orange Theory. Theory to like, you name it. Our paths just kept kind of like we kept running into each other. And, um, and she just has such an awesome story, is a great just fitness um, leader. Um, and her fiance, yeah. which we're going to talk about, uh, Chan Ganaway has been in the industry for quite some time. Um, he used to be in insurance, but in the time that he left insurance, think about, wait till you hear all the stuff Everything. that he has been Across involved in. Across the country, in. back and forth, working for big name gyms. Uh, you know, and, and cycling, uh, in, you know, indoor cycling and, and everything that comes with it. Listen, this is a high energy mm-hmm. podcast, right? No pre-workout required because as Christine Conti says, I am, I am pre-workout. Uh-huh. It's like the greatest thing you ever said. Really? Yeah. No, I loved it. I wrote it down. I wrote down nothing throughout that because it was just the greatest thing I've ever said. (laughs) Christine Conti is pre workout. Uh, But no, just listen, dynamic conversation, doing great things in the world. um, And with COVID and the situation and shutdowns and gyms and, and, you know, instead of, um, you know, working to earn an income, working to, um, you know, to satisfy some passions in life, you hear what they're up to now. Passion projects. Passion projects. Um, 
fellow podcasters as well. So we've got it really going on. This is a fun, fun conversation. Um, and, and, you know, you're going to hear from him again. We're going to have him back on because, uh, my God, there's just so much to cover. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean uh- – Seriously, I'm just going to do a little teaser for everyone. Go. We go, we mention Bally's, Club One, Equinox. We get into Ellen Latham. Uh, we get into what else? Pitbull. Pitbull, Tony Robbins, Grit Boxing in New York City. We talk a little about Soul Cycle, which is really funny. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's so much going on that, that, this is idea we're talking about. Hugging. Hugging. <laughs> um, and I mean, this is huge. I mean, Chan and. Carrie are both, you know, have been in the industry and been around the right people. And they actually, you know, have developed their passion project, which is the master's fitness. And, you know, what they say is this is intelligent fitness and fitness programming for 40 plus. So again, the projects they've worked on have been huge, but they've been smart. This is not like you know, let's oh, drag you is... through the mud and light you on fire and you've almost died and worked out. This is really smart programming. And uh, I can't this wait. is this is about living long, mm-hmm. healthy lives, uh, you know, and just in love with everything that you're doing and, and, you know, and eating well and moving well and just, you know, just being, um, you know, 100 percent authentic to yourself in where you are at this point in time. And it's beautiful. So uh, they do a great job with it. Uh, I th- really think that you guys are going to love this episode as much as we did. They will. They will. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Book it. All right. So here we go. Uh, Carrie and Chan, listen up, everybody. Enjoy. Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Too Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. How you doing, Brian? I am well. Christine yeah. Conte, yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. I was yelling at Brian the other day. He was getting mad because I was, she I was got, saying. So, so, what? Because I was, I was like, yes, I was so motivated about stuff. And Brian's like, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I get excited. And he's like, we're good. Christine. She floats away like a helium balloon. I just got to pull her pull back in every now and then. Just put, you know, Christine, we're all right. I love we're, it. Yep. I love Everything's it. Things happening. I love it. So speaking of happening, um, Carrie Sullivan, Chan, I said it with a Southern accent, <laughs> Ganaway, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Oh, great. Oh, I love it. So you are coming to us from Florida, correct? Yes, we are. uh, A little sleepy surf town in Melbourne, Florida. On the East Coast, we are not by the hurricane this time, but we were yesterday. So, you know, it's just kind of making its way across, ping-ponging across our state. Right. So, but we are all good. Oh my Good gosh. to hear. Stay safe down there. It's like uh, <laughs> Hurricane Alley, Alligator Alley. It's all down there, you know? It's all there. It's a big alley. That's for right. sure. 
All right. So we have, it's funny because we are going down south. We've had a lot of guests lately that are northerners, Canadians. Like way northerners. Like it's already snowing <laughs> and like, you know, 20 degrees last month. And I'm like, oh, okay. So now we're back. We're in warm Florida. However, I have to ask you, um, hurricanes, covid Voting. How is it like? Is are people blowing things up down there, or like, are you guys all right? You know, I was. I always. I have a panic button. I'll let you know that. Like, if I hear bad news, I'm like, oh, what? Wait a minute, what? And I kind of panic a bit. So her uh, hurricanes. Now I'm not so much because we we're into Ada. Like, so we've gone through the entire <laughs> alphabet. Obviously, now we're into the Greek alphabet. If you want to know, I know the Greek alphabet by heart. So I was really excited about this. But Ada, you, I know, right? <laughs> it's like your wheelhouse. It is my wheelhouse, and it comes with a song. I'll sing it for you later. Come on. Anyway, so the hurricanes don't really bother me anymore. Like, if it's not a cat two, we don't do anything. And at this point, people don't even go anywhere. We're just here. Um, hurricane season and COVID is very interesting. Because where are you going to go? They're not even open. More importantly, yeah. where are you going to get toilet paper? Yeah, we right. got COVID <laughs> and hurricanes. Oh, man. It's a perfect uh, storm. It is. Uh, our state is very interesting and very passionate about politics. Uh, and we'll just leave it at that. It's been very interesting. We voted in three minutes. In three minutes. I in mean, and out. like in, out, in person. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Done. But it's Florida, so everybody's on the beach, and you could look in one direction and see a cluster of people wearing masks, and then a cluster of people not wearing masks. So it's very, um, uh, un- I don't know, it's in- unstable a little bit. Yeah, it's funny. Everything feels like a transition. I feel like we just keep going through transitions, right? We shut it all down. We kind of partially opened it up. Then we opened it up a little bit more, and now there's talk about maybe going back to a little bit more restriction. I just feel like we're in constant restriction mode. But as you're talking to those northerners with snow, we're literally dealing with beach erosion like you cannot believe because of all of these storms coming through every 30 days or so. Um, we've probably lost 30 to 50 feet of beach. So that kind of stinks. Yeah. So we're about a quarter mile in from the water. I mean, who knows? We could have beachfront property. (laughs) property. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but it's interesting. Go ahead. No, I I grew up on the west side of Manasquan, New Jersey, which is a beach town as well. And, uh, you know, Long Island beach town girl, the west side was always like, it's coming our way pretty soon. We're going to be all right. You know, Uh, (laughs) my, uh, my children's mother went to, uh, Huntington high in Long Island. So that 20 minutes due north of me. So I was Babylon. So I was absolutely straight South of there. And, uh, I grew up with, uh, Eight foot waves coming down my street at certain points. Oh my gosh. I hear you, girl. That's crazy. You know what yeah, though? It's, so it, you get it. It's kind of funny though. Like the two are, are almost the same. Like you said, you're almost numb to uh, you know hurricane warnings and things at this point. And like you know, not that we're not aware of COVID. And with, you know, recently it's been coming making a comeback. But you know, it's like at first you're like, oh my god, hurricane! Oh my god, COVID! Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like it's like you know, it's part of the yeah. fabric of your life and daily well being. So, you know, it's kind of like you're you're immune to it or not immune it, to it. it. You're doing good though, babe. She I, she really does have a panic button. Like if it's 50 mile an hour gust of wind, like we go to Gainesville to stay with her sister, yeah. like it's bad. Okay, but now you're like, unless it even comes up a three, yeah. You're like, all right, we're going to stay put. Yeah. So you've come a long way, babe. Yeah, because I, the worst part of, of of anything is evacuating. 
And um, we have two highways, the 95 and the 75, and they are both, uh, is it PJ shit? It's a, it's a shit show. You can't, like, it's just <laughs> straight up and it's crazy. Total anyway, disregard for anyone else. So for me, I'm like, no, I'd just rather stay home. So, you know, aside from that being in Florida, uh, we don't have crazy lockdowns on our gyms. So our gyms are open. I have people in my gym. I'm a, a coordinator for um, a small privately owned uh, club here. It's not small. It's actually pretty big. 15,000. Yeah. Feet. So it's pretty big. So th- we have people in our classes. We cut the class sizes in half. No one wears a mask in the class. Huh. Just yeah. recently. Yeah. Just recently. Right. Right. So it's, um. I mean, I go in, we're all eight feet apart from each other mm-hmm. and we're all very you know, we try to stay socially distanced, but there's some members that just really feel the need to get in your face, like a space <laughs> in there. And I'm like, whoa, you know, I don't have yeah. a problem holding my hand out and making sure that they stay back. You right know, on. usually it, it just takes a couple of like body language moves. Like I'm not okay with your closeness. So mm-hmm. back off. Um, but it's just been very interesting. I think um, the demographic here obviously is m- over 55, especially in this beach town. So you'll find that I thought, well, gosh, they're not even going to come back. But I had a gentleman, he comes in with his oxygen in his little scooter and no mask. Doing his weight room. Work. He just doesn't care. He does so. selectorized <laughs> weight training. Yeah. And uh, God bless you, man. It's yeah. awesome. But it's been their their way of it, it, it's their way of socializing, and it's their way of of you know their routine. And if it and it keeps them happy and moving, and that's the the hard part of the whole COVID when you shut down gyms, and then those people that really need it for a social outlet or for an emotional mm-hmm. outlet, physical outlet. It you know it's hard to take that away from them. Where are they getting their connection, you know? So I had a mother who went through chemo and and all this crazy stuff during this. And when she actually, thank goodness, but she's very resilient and um, she's feeling better. And she, the, the fights that we had to have with her about, you're not going to the supermarket, mom. (laughs) Like this is a bad (laughs) idea. She's like, yes, I am. And she would literally wait until you know there was no one at the house or my sisters and I weren't visiting or whatnot and she would slip sometimes I'm like what'd you do today she's like oh I I ran up to the post office I'm like oops you drove to the post office okay number one you drove number two you went in to all these people yeah I'm like oh my god (laughs) I know the The struggle no the struggle is absolutely real I mean it is I have a you know mid 70 year old mother uh, who shouldn't drive? Who does? Who goes to play poker? <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> well, yes, oh, no. it's Look. like teenagers. No, it's it's really something. It, it very much is, and that's the people. Those are the people that are you know kind of just disregarded. You know, <laughs> just whatever. It was those age brackets. You know, it was the older folks and the younger folks. And, you know, and it was like you know I'm a Generation Xer. Like you tell me, I have to like hang out inside for a while, like you know, and 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 not need to see anything. I'm good. Like <laughs> we're good. Like I can do that. Isn't that easy. ironic? Isn't it ironic? <laughs> No, I, it's hard. And I know Christine probably feels the same because we're, we're very exuberant people and, and we're go-getters and we like to be, I'm a hugger. I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Christine, you're a hugger. Yeah, I wasn't. And then I became one and a toucher. She's a head butter. I am not a head butter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just give me a headbutt. Oh my god. I think I think as I got older and more like empathetic and more broken, I became more of a more of like a toucher. Yeah. I don't know. I've always been a hugger. I actually this is weird. This is such a weird thing, but I just have this memory of when I was in middle school, I think it was in sixth grade, I went to the mall and this girl, she was a little older than me, but she was the new girl in town and she went to a big city school and she came up to me and hugged me. And, and I was like, ew, what you're a girl. I'm like 12. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, is this weird? And then I'm like, okay. And then I just started hugging people. From that point on, I was like, well, no, this is kind of cool. And so I hugged everyone. She then gave I'm, you a, a hall pass. She gave me a hall pass. <laughs> then I married a Cuban man. And um, he, his family, you went around the 13 to 14 people that they're there every single night. Every, for, one, of every one of them needed a hug and a kiss before you went anywhere to bed, to the store, to anywhere. So like, I just now really just want to hug and kiss people on the cheek and I can't. So it's just really frustrating. So Chan and my kids are just, and the cat, God, oh, bless the him. poor cat. Jesus. <laughs> the poor cat. No, no, no. It's, it's 50 to a hundred kisses a day. It's just, uh, yeah. it comes with audible. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> mine, mine, it's mine. just bad. <laughs> just wait until I see you. I'll get a COVID uh, test prior yeah. to you. You get one, I'm going to be hugging you. Oh, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. So you have to fill in our listeners. Obviously, you know, you're not on the show just to, you know, hey, we'll just have these random people on the show. (laughs) Um, Obviously, everyone, all the listeners heard about, you know, you guys a little bit on the on the uh, pre-show. But um, what I want to ask you, I know that, Carrie, we cross paths like years ago at this point and just kind of kept in touch um and you know fitness realm similar things you were doing stuff with orange theory i remember i reached out to you and i was like what do you do and do you like this company when i was going to do some stuff with it you were like and you were like yeah this this you know whatever and um because i look to people that are you know that have done it that have gone through this um and then you know you've I've, i've watched you move and transition to different you know, to different companies and, and start different programs. Wait, Paloxing too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we start basically our first crossover is Paloxing. Yes. Our second crossover is Playoga. Uh-huh. Our third crossover is uh, Orange Theory. Yep. Yeah. And then SW stuff. Yep. See, that's weird. That you just, I can't get rid of you. you know? <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, it's interesting because as if you're in the fitness industry, you will probably nine times out of 10 have parallel lives. Like mm-hmm. it, you, you will cross somehow that circle becomes smaller. Chan and I, when, even though he started in insurance, went into the fitness industry, he went into the fitness industry at the same time I was kind of starting. Cause he's a little bit older. Um, he's a little older than me and I'm, a, you know, but I have a little more experience years wise in the fitness industry, but we started doing the same thing like spinning and well, he didn't do step aerobics. That was my first thing. We yep. <laughs> step and high impact, um, oh. step aerobics at let's get physical. Yes. Yes, girl. Yeah. Oh, the, the things that I don't know how my knees made it through the step and high impact. And I say, I say high impact, meaning high impact. No, high impact. Stuff for sure. That I Actually, taught people to do and encouraged it. I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. No, it's good stuff. Oh, I still remember my, my routines to freeze frame. And, but like, like listen, Brian, 
But listen, the hang in there, Brian. And <laughs> <laughs> it was the AFA that actually was created out of the need for regulation for aerobics because there was more injury from high impact aerobics because the floors and the suit shoes and what the, they were doing than the NFL. Yeah, I believe it. They were like, they're like, this, something's wrong. We got to do something about this. So that's how um, they regulated and, and started the Aerobics mm-hmm. Association, which I thought was pretty interesting. That's fantastic. So. And then there's Chan. <laughs> no, but we are currently you're you know leading a group of uh, group exercise instructors with the local club. But my journey really was um, moving to Dallas, Texas from Louisiana. By the way, I saw you had an LSU Tiger. Yeah, on your- he was yeah. awesome. Swim Go Tiger. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so I moved to Dallas, Texas in 97. Uh, first job in the industry with Valley Total Fitness, uh, three years there. Um, moved to California, went to work with Club One Fitness, which is where I met Amy Boone Thompson, who is a VP of IDEA. We were actually working for the same company, two different regions, uh, both regional uh, personal training managers in Northern California. She was in Southern California. But um and then moved to Florida, been here 11 years, and Equinox three years. Uh, Ellen Latham, thank goodness, called me one night driving home from Equinox after a 13-hour day. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I got a phone call, didn't know who it was, decided to pick up the phone, which I normally don't do if I don't know who's calling. I'll let them leave a polite it's message. The universe, that happens sometimes. You know yeah. what? I'm telling you, one out of 20 I will pick up the phone and answer mm-hmm. it if I don't have you in my address book as a name, right? Something so about that ring. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. And this was really after a, quite a long day. And So anyway, it was Ellen Latham. And uh, I had actually taught indoor cycling for her four to five years prior. And But I was only able to teach for about six months because the Equinox job really was demanding and kind of didn't have a schedule to do that, not even on the weekends. And she said she remembered my resume. And she remembered my California experience and my education background. And she says, I may have something you'd be interested in. You know, would you like to meet? And I was burned out of the Equinox uh, at that point, just the long days and everything. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm ready for a change. And um, two, maybe two weeks later, I interviewed. Another two weeks later, I was the founding fitness director for Orange Theory Fitness Corporate. So that was big. That's a good phone call. That's a great phone call. But listen, it's pretty cool. They only had three stores open, you guys. Three. When I left corporate six years later and moved to Orlando to be closer to my kids, and I stayed on board with Orange Theory as a regional manager in Central and North Florida. But down in South Florida, six years there as corporate uh, director, I left with uh, just under 500 stores. And so basically that lifestyle for those years was two weeks on a plane, launching studios every seven to eight days. And what an amazing, amazing run it was. So that kind of brings you to Florida, the Equinox thing. And then uh, moved to Melbourne a little over a year ago to be with this gorgeous, fit, smart woman that I'm (laughs) sitting next to. Um, And we developed in December 2018 a concept that we really didn't get to attack honestly, which was the master's fitness, which was intelligent programming 
for the 40 plus or the second half of life, if you will. And so we'll eventually get to that part and really get to blow that up. But, but we really have been distracted away from giving that a ton of attention because I picked up a project in New York after I left Orange Theory out of central Florida and I moved to Melbourne uh, called Grit Boxing. And Grit Boxing is a uh, half a block off of Union Square in Manhattan. And uh, it's a single studio with uh, boxing treadmills, weight room and all this good stuff, but they've got big celebrity investors and all of this thing. So Carrie was a program developer for the workout portion of it. I developed a curriculum for this brand new concept and also the workout developer. So that lasted a little over a year, probably a year and a half. It would still be uh, the day they shut the had yeah, to March shut down. 15th. They had the, I don't know. There's the 54 people 54 in the class capacity There's in the workout, at least 25 on the wait it's list. Nothing like I've ever seen before. And it, it is a little surreal, but, um, but I'm really proud of that product. You know, I don't, I don't feel a lot of pride in work. I just work, 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 and you just do what you do. Right. But I, this one felt really good, felt good to develop it. Um, but they were absolutely crushing it. The most workout traffic they had ever experienced. And I've been furloughed since March 15th. So this has been a long COVID interesting little thing. And I'll get into, and so will Carrie, what we've been kind of doing since the COVID shutdown. Cause my path has been super different than her <laughs> path because she had actually the stability oh, through COVID where I had no job. So we'll get to that later, but yeah, man. So that's kind of where I have been in 2020 is losing that and uh, kind of following some passion projects that, that we can get into later. Yeah. So here we are together in Melbourne. <laughs> and, uh, one has a job, one doesn't. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. It's really hard. I can, you know, it's. I often have to tell him that you know, gosh, so many people are are, are in this predicament, and we're super blessed that one of us is. We weren't both doing really well in the beginning, just because everything shut down, and then there's panic mode. And if you weren't already attached to a virtual space. Like you were behind the eight ball for sure. Yeah. Scrambling. And if you weren't like a personal trainer with a book of clients, right? So for example, if you're, if you're a personal trainer, you're working inside a club, you love it. You've got 18 clients that you train every week. You are much better set up um, to transition into virtual, maybe lose 20, 30% of your clientele, but you're still having income. Whereas people, in management director roles, or educator innovation. roles, or innovation, or yeah. curriculum, all that shit got shut down. Yeah. And so it was very interesting how the middle management down to the trainer level actually were better set up in this particular situation. Yeah. So yeah. in my opinion, in my opinion. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, and I think that's there's a, a bunch of boutique studios that are trying to open up now that mm-hmm. have lost their coaches um, oh to gosh. in-home training because they're sitting at home on – on a chair in their living room, training, you know, yeah. 10 people a day, yeah. making yeah. bank, yeah. and they don't have to go anywhere. They don't have to, and you and know? I know that both of you know this very well. I mean, there's a lot of clubs. Um, I was on a idea PT committee phone call yesterday, and there was a guy who's a national representative for 24 hour fitness, and they lost 40% of their trainer team yeah. nationwide. That is huge. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, and a lot of it isn't, you know, based on the business. It's based, it's based on the decisions made in government 
you know, and, and, and mandates that are being, you know, affecting the businesses. So it's not as if these companies want to do this to their employees or that oh. they want, they, they, you know, they're, they're struggling just the same. It, you know, you can't survive with 40 less, 40% less trainers. Um, Absolutely. You know, or capacity of, of, uh, you know, people members, you know, well, to have a, a orange theory, you know, his- at a 30, 30% capacity or something like that in Insane. California yeah. with orange theory, you cannot pay rent in an orange theory. Christine, you know this very mm-hmm. well with 30% capacity. You're not paying rent no. with 30%. No. So no. it's going to be really interesting to see how the next uh, 75 or 80 days plays out going into the end of the year. Even though they've got some revenue, health clubs are coming back, you know, boutiques coming back in the final, the two states that were the last to do it, California, New York. Um, I, I'm really anxious to see how this all goes, man, and if they can pay their rent and stay with their landlords and how forgiving the landlords are going to be based on, as you said, Brian, the government's decision to either – because we're about to go through another change, are we not? Oh, oh yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. So we don't know if this is going to get tighter, looser, but you have to wear a mask. That's mandated, but we're going to give you some – you know, we're going to give you some rope. We don't know how this is going to go. Do you guys have any insight to that? Uh, well that's like the bazillion nobody voted voted for me i would have i I just keep that's true i did i did i did listen to the rogan kanye um Uh, three hours three hours of gibberish but i was like what the what who Okay. So let's oh look God. at let's look at the flip side of this though, and, and the positive side of I you love know, Zoom. Not, let's talk about the positive of that. Okay. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> the, the the positive side of I hate to say it of COVID and things like that is that is that people were creative again and people were able to. Um, do you know do their labors of love they weren't getting paid for things anyway so they might as well do what they love um you know and and create a little bit more and i think that coming out of this you know maybe with you know expansive real estate uh you know being empty and looking to be occupied like there's going to be some uh renaissance yeah i think so you know people really creating some things that that are going to be you know along the same lines of what they were doing but theirs you know yeah Um, brian i think you are so right on because you know we talk about this and we are one of our goals is to have a brick and mortar right like a, a place that we can do education from a location right and, and we live on a in we live in a paradise it's right a destination like, site for so sure. so to have a place where we can have continuing education for coaches we can live both lives we could have a space to train you know uh, members we can have a space to train coaches we could have a space to do virtual if we needed to yeah, yeah. and a lot of times you're like oh gosh why would we even consider opening something with what's happened but it's not going to be forever i have a i think in my mind another year of mm-hmm. dealing with this and um then hopefully in a year and it sounds like a really long time but I'm not going to be the first person in line for a vaccine. Not yet. I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'll be in the back just now, just sitting back, just watching, <laughs> waiting. And, um, you know, until the meantime, I'm going to stay healthy. I'm going to, you know, stay safe and do what I'm doing now. Um, but yeah, the brick and mortars, you're right. I, it, and more than that, like anybody who's in a creative space right now, you know, a fitness industry, yes, is taking a huge toll, but there's, you know, entertainers, there's artists, there's everybody that, you know, gets an opportunity to sit back and create. And I I think it's going to be beautiful to see what people come out with, you know, if they stay positive, 
And that's the truth. Right How there. long have you guys had two fit crazies? 2007. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're we're yeah. up and around. I have to. I don't know the exact years, number, but right? uh, yeah, but this will be around episode 200. We're over. Yeah, we're the, over 200. Did the frequency of your events increase during COVID, or did y'all just stay on? The yeah, same? we've been podcasting <laughs> like crazy. That was the conversation well, Christina I and I just I had. I didn't want to assume, but uh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So you guys have actually touched a ton more people. We uh, actually, throughout all this, like in early March, we started a podcast production company. So we're actually producing podcasts for other people within the fitness industry. Um, yeah. you know, and beyond. And beyond. Yeah, really, <laughs> honestly, anybody and everybody. But, you know, the people that are, that are you know, want to do it, but they don't really think they have the time or, or the knowledge or wherewithal to edit and things like that. You know, they pitch it over to us and we take care of it for them. So it's been great. I mean, honestly, and, and my, like we said to Christine, I've been working out like a fiend. It's been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I got the summer with my kids. It's been great. We would go on great. bike rides all the time. It's been great. Like, you know, yeah. if it was only a worldwide pandemic that brought us to all this greatness, um, you know, which I can't. Well, I think that's a really great, a good way to look at. It. And then I keep telling Chian too. I'm like, you know, we're able to just be creative. Like his gift is, is writing and he's an incredible writer. And, and I feel like this is the time you, you have all the time in the world. And, you know, we talk about this, I think as humans right now in this pandemic, if you're not making the most of the time that you have and getting, you know, crap done, you know, learning a new skill, learning a new skill, like, you know, but you're right. We get to have these I mean, I wasn't saying this when I was homeschooling and I have since just three weeks ago, put my daughter back in school. She's one of five students in class, but 13 to 15 online, but she, she, I could, we just, she needed it. She's the only child. Your happy meter went up further than her. (laughs) We're all very happy. When she got to go back and see her buddies. Yeah. I think Carrie was as or happier. I think it's a lot of load. And Christine, you can probably attest for this too. Brian too. We're all splitting roles in yeah. yeah. that role of, of being a teacher and have multiple uh, grades, have multiple <laughs> grades. And to, to, no you know, kidding. I, yeah. I just, I just left them to come here. I have Mo, Larry and Curly at home, three boys. And my wife is a oh. school teacher. My wife teaches oh. my, wife, my wife teaches first grade, so it's like she's gone. She's been gone since March, and you know, like just doing her thing because it's been impossible for the teachers. And it's hard. Yeah, it, it's 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 way too much. And then you know, with these three noodles, you know, that I have to make sure that they're doing everything, and they've got fantastic teachers. So it's not me teaching them; it's just more me making sure that their butts are hurting in the seats. cats. Hurting yeah, yeah it's cats. cats. Well, Gracie is first grade, so I do have two older children who are in college, and then I have a six-year-old. <laughs> and so here we are, back in the beginning. But a first grader, she doesn't. She went in like she left the last nine weeks of. She went to spring break, and they never got to go back. Yep. Yep. Like. It was horrible. I just a horrible thing to do to kids. She got no one closure. quarter, yeah, live, and everything shut down. And then she, you know, so she all the reading skills, all the math, everything that she was ramp, ramping up, kind of lost. Mm-hmm. And then now, first grade virtual school was literally reading everything. So I am not a teacher in that realm. I am a coach. So I'm like, you, you can do it. You're tenacious, honey. You're tenacious. You got but this. But you guys, I know y'all understand. Like I would be literally presenting a virtual private session in the living room. They're in Gracie's bedroom on virtual school, mm-hmm. Florida. At the end of the session, we would literally tag 
right? So mm-hmm. I would fix breakfast. Carrie would then train her virtual clients two or three in a row. <laughs> it was madness. It's Absolute madness. madness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fun, crazy. You know, these are memories, right? They're great memories. But they of- are great memories, Brian. You were saying that, you know, this positive of the whole thing is I got to spend so much more time with her. Mm-hmm. And I do share custody 50% with her dad. So I I, I really honor the ability to have her like more. Um, and it really, when I do have her now that she's at school, I really want to kind of pour into her because I kind of, I miss her. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, well, I miss having your little cute face here all the time. So yeah, it's, it's great. So we're, we're excited about the future and you're right. It's going to come back. People can't do this. Let's talk about what happened with um, the stock in um, uh, Peloton. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, that has gone down. This kind of gives us hope. We were just talking about this. It gives us a little hope that. Be nice. No, Be no, nice. no, no. No, Peloton. say it. Cause I, I'll back you Crushing. up on it. Go. Crushing it. It's crushing it. They're doing great. Okay. But people cannot sustain enthusiasm and motivation by themselves in their house. And I, if that, that were the case, were, yeah. people would be in shape yeah. all the time. We wouldn't have gyms. That's yeah. You've heard a lot, lots of conversations. Remember back. Let's go back like uh, maybe four and a half, five months when all the Peloton doubters were, and I think it was legitimate and I think they had good credibility, but they're like, this is not going to be the rest of their life. You know what I mean? As they were selling a thousand units a day. Mm -hmm. And so the reality, I think two days ago, I think we saw the reality, I think, is that the second that the store started opening up in the final two states in the country, California, New York, and the others were building capacities. The investors were dumping that stock so damn fast. Right. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And, so, and, they, and they were, they were in a way positioning themselves to sell it while it was high, you know, let's yes. get this and get the heck out of here. And, you know, because, hurry. because they knew and, and look, you pointed at, you, you hit on it a couple of times when you said the connection, Right. You said it when you were bringing the people back in the gym and some people were too close and the connection was way too close. But you also your daughter, your daughter going to school and seeing her friends and that put a light in in her. And, and, you know, and all those things like that connection is a major part of health. Right. It's a major part of just the community and whatever it is. And, and, you know, even if you look at like blue zones and, you know, the longest living people on Earth and stuff, that connection is is as a big as ingredient as the exercise itself. Absolutely. You know, I think the bigger we talked about this, Carrie and I did uh, several weeks ago. The bigger stress for us was her mental health. It wasn't the education piece, right? right? We'll we'll catch up on the education. You're six years old. We'll be okay. But there was a real anxiety with you, babe, about the mental and emotional piece because she had become so immune to the distancing that she wouldn't even approach kids when we would go to a pool in our condo she would literally stay 30 feet away and wouldn't even say hi to them. And Gracie is one of the most social, never met a stranger kind of girls. She's my child. Yeah, she's your child. child. (laughs) But that was the bigger concern was how is, how is this going to impact her emotionally, you know, and socially. And so, well, and and it's not, it's not just children. It's, it's older adults. Mm -hmm. It's, it's our age. Mm -hmm. We need that connection and it it will, you're, you're right. The blue zone and, and not to mention um, addiction, you know, addiction is one of those things that um, is exacerbated by disconnect, you know, and I, I just, 
a depression, all those things. So, well, you said it earlier. It's a perfect storm. It is. It, it's just really a horrible, you know, perfect storm for people that are already struggling. But I do want to talk about passion projects. If you guys are ready, let's oh, go. So I was ready. just about to transition you professionally into that, <laughs> and you did it so well yourself. Let's go. Well, Carrie, that's because they're I'm podcasters a- too. Oh, yes. We, yeah. Well, so, so the, so what came out of the COVID shutdown, the great thing is after about a month, uh, maybe a month and a half or so, uh, we actually launched our own podcast, the Masters Monday podcast. And it really had two series in it. There were a lot of fitness leaders, um, in the industry on, um, I put on a couple of education events. Um, that I'm passionate about, about programming uh, for the 40 plus. And then there was a second series and that was a blast. And Carrie had some of her uh, Paloxing, uh, the creator Paloxing and things like that. It was fantastic. It was really fun to witness uh, her going to to war with these incredible female representatives in the industry. That was really cool. I love them. I'm going to jump in and say that I listened to some of these episodes and they were really good. They really are. Just such good people. They, They leave you with such a good vibe and hope for the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, And then the second series was the voices of the black community in the fitness industry, because everything was really the, the you know, what was hitting the fan. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what can I do? What can this gringo do uh, Mm -hmm. to bring some people together that I love and adore and respect that I've worked with over the years uh, in in different States. Um, And so I, we created this and really had, um, some incredible black fitness professionals that are doing great things. And I knew that there was still a lot of greatness in them. And one of them, you guys probably know Kia Williams. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Got on. She was either on number two and three or number two. two She actually was on an airplane late leaving Chicago for one of them, but that was an incredible learning experience. And that's one reason I did it. I wanted to hear their perspective number one we had reggie williams reggie williams uh, brendan iambadejo um, um pro former bowler. yeah pro bowler uh, world champion for the baltimore ravens yes. who's a multi-unit orange theory fitness owner reggie actually is an orange theory he's a master trainer with nike and some other things he just launched body lab but um but it was incredible yeah amy boom was on i think number two or number three so we had her talking about her initiatives um to be more inclusive and to be more aware of race relations. And so it was just really fantastic. And and Amy just agreed to come back in a couple of weeks and kind of summarize what happened from the middle of June to now and what has idea actually done with all of the different initiatives. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the last idea fitness journal, but you can tell immediately when you look in the first page, they've changed their marketing, they're Mm -hmm. inclusive of every kind of race, color and shape of human. And so I, I think it's a, a wonderful direction that they're heading, but that, those were some really cool passion projects. And then some CEC courses uh, that I've been thinking about for, for a while, uh, got approved last month. I know something we did. What'd we do? Oh, did we get and get, he proposed oh, to me. I proposed. <laughs> oh, that little thing that just happened. Um, so, so that happened. That's a, that's a big passion project. Right that's there. a that's big a- one. That's a big one. So, oh, look, I was congratulations. About, I was about to say that I love, I love everything that you're doing, and then you <laughs> drop that on us. I love it even more. I know. I love you it. know what? This is what she does, Brian. She sets me up. That's what she does. <laughs> <laughs> I did set that up. Well, that was a shock. Actually, I was very surprised um, about that. But that that actually was beautiful, wonderful. You know, positivity in the COVID situation. Oh, it was man. a beautiful experience. It was so. Awesome. 
Um, and I get to, and I got to teach cycling classes again, which okay. I love double, triple love teaching indoor cycling, which makes um, me his boss. Yeah. technically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's been an amazing fun thing to do over the last, uh, Christine, eight, nine Christine just got back on the bike herself I, after a long, yes, 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 bravo. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Honestly, it forces me to ride when the weather's really bad because I'm, you know, I'm a big baby with, on my road bike if it's like not pristine conditions. Well, <laughs> I, I always look at Shannon. I'm like, how is this even possible that she does what she does? She, yeah, I, we don't really we, know what's going on. I like, mean, I try when... not to feel inadequate or anything, but I'm like, okay, great. Now she's doing Ironman. Great. Okay. <laughs> super, super. Well, super. you think and she's really time. busy. You think she's busy working and podcasting and teaching her certifications and the facial stuff and then she freaking pops up oh i ran the boston Marathon. yeah no no listen like, oh, I'll, I'll, talk. Ex- I'll explain it all to you Please she does okay. she doesn't sleep it's all the work and all the play and uh-huh. all the hours of the day are are filled with this like nuclear energy, energy. like you know source that I just love- never ends she burns hotter what than the sun I love you everything I do. On your nutrition supplement? Come on now. I don't take anything, which is even crazier. Like no, no I mean, when I train, I need like a little extra protein. Like I'll throw in some like protein it, the red, shakes or something. The red pill. Like, What'd you take? The the, the red pill. She ate the red pill. Oh, stop it! <laughs> She's in the matrix. <laughs> there's there's no drug use. There's no yeah. It's no, I, and, uh, and everyone's like, do you take? Do you drink pre workout? I'm like, no, I am pre workout. <laughs> Hey, listen, but yes. listen, listen. <laughs> when she does hesitantly, like have an espresso, like at two o'clock, oh, because no. she's kind of hitting the wall. It's it's not okay, guys. Because at ten thirty, she is bouncing on the bed on her knees. Like, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to read? Yeah, you want to look at you want to look at a podcast? You want to go on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so right, great. The tranquilizer. That's fine. It's fine. We're you know it's we're just fine. very um light bulbs we're light bulbs like you just have to unplug the cord or take the batteries out and you, you know. know what we're light bulbs and we get a lot of people attracted to that and then mm-hmm. i think that you know if it's authentic energy and it's passion energy it's it's not like just hyper energy like it it comes like i'll tell you that if chan's talking about something you won't oh, know this right now but Chan's energy comes when he's speaking about something that he's really passionate about. So he'll get chill bumps from the toes up, like all over. And it's just standing there. You can see him getting. It's embarrassing. Like, he looks like a plucked chicken. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. He's really, that really means a lot. So when he's proposed to me, I swear to God, hey, I was looking what? at his skin to see if he really meant it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the litmus test. I was like, yeah. do you really want to marry me? Yeah, but Chan actually, yeah, we both started out like spin spinning at the same time, like ninety six, ninety seven. He was in California, and I was in Florida, and so I almost got a spinning tattoo, y'all. So close, (laughs) so close. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, we we really love. I didn't do it. Teaching together. And, um, it's kind of like pillow talk for us. We're like setting up our, I know we're trying to, we're trying to get Melbourne on board with fitness dates and they're just not hearing us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
states are not hearing it. Like take your wife for a class, you know, and go work out together. It's super romantic. You know what my husband did for our, because we used to, before like two kids and whatever else happened, we would go because my birthday and anniversary are both on the same day, December 30th. And it's like before and we're in New York. So we would, so it would be like right after Christmas, we would go for a day or two and stay in the city. And we used to go to like shows and whatever and, you know, dinners. And then it turned into like, Oh, well, we'll just go out for one night, stay here, and maybe you know, do like a bar hopping escapade. Right. But needless to say, it was like, you know, our time. And the last time we did it was like two years ago. And we go in, we take the train, we have our little suitcase, we go to check in, and he's like, I booked us for Soul Cycle at 6 30. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'm um, like, that was like the best ever. He's like, and then we'll go change and then we'll go out to dinner. I'm like, this perfect. is great. Like, no, yeah. it is honestly. Oh, you, all right. Do you want to hear about our first kind of like first official outing date? Let's hear it. Okay. It was um, a half marathon. <laughs> and you talk so great. after. If you make it through a race with somebody, it's like a whole new level. Okay. But well, listen, he oh, actually, man. he actually. Oh, he says his knee was bothering him, and I'm like, okay. But he let me go through first, uh, as right. he should. Yeah, like, yeah. And he took what a, a picture gent. of it. I could. And so I had this amazing picture of me kind of going through with okay. my rocky arms up. We're going to have to get them the picture after Yeah. Can you send that <laughs> send to, us? It to us? But listen, you'll understand why I backed up about 10 feet. You'll understand. I won't even need to say anything. She got a nice <laughs> butt. Sure, her butt is nice. <laughs> It was a great butt at that time. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so good butt right now. But we were living in different cities at the time, and we were kind of sweet on each other. Uh, but we were in different cities. So we actually you know, would talk each other through our training schedule for the week. You know, how many miles are you going to do on Tuesday, on Thursday, and Saturday? And so we trained for about eight weeks or so. And we and, made a uh, playlist on Spotify. We did a, a collaborative. Oh, we're gross. gross. We are sick. <laughs> <laughs> we did a collaborative. <laughs> The first song, what was it? It was Kanye West. Fade. 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 First song. Yeah. (laughs) So we take off and uh, two hours later we cross the finish line. It was good stuff. Good stuff. That's a heck of a day. But it, it was is a great romantic. Day. It, it was romantic. I really think that we could actually, let's do something. Like, let's launch like a big business where it's about couples, like fitness date, Mm, like pop-up events. For fitness dates, y'all hearing this? Yeah. Yeah. Is there an app that you can like blind date a fitness date? You know what I mean? Well, I, well, I know fitness singles exist. Is that singles. okay? That, that's for like we're older. It's like Match.com for fitness. What's who? Who's the big um, dating like matchmaker? What's her name? You know, like through history. Like, oh, you know yeah, what I'm talking about? What's her yeah, name? Yeah, the corporate. Um, it's like yeah. a woman who's like the matchmaker. The woman, yes. I can't think well, of it. Come but on, who? I, I think remember. we could do it. We do a great Jamie, job. Yeah, like why can't we set up like speed dating, like fitness, like, like you call us, right? And we. I was gonna say hit training or hit yeah, like hit dating, but that's you, not good. You call us and you know give us your give us your name, whatever, and we match you or we book you a date. You know, say you give us twenty five yeah. bucks or whatever, and we book you a date with someone to go to like. A spin class, right? Soul cycle class. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, who cares? That's right. Right. Yep. And we can. Brian, we, we, oh, we this can't is call great. It, it, it. No, we can't call it. <laughs> can't call that. Oh, no, can't do hit. Find hit your it. soul on the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Find your right soulmate, soulmate cycle class. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so close. Run, honestly, you're giving them the run money for your to run for your out. love. Oh, I love that. Run for your or love. We can just set up. Wait a minute. Dating boot camps where where they're like you pick the people that are going to be there that then you know that they're compatible with each other. Yeah. And then like they're it's a uh, like a partner workout. You know. You know what we can do. These and if you and if you're faking on your profile pics, we're going to know it right yeah. away. Oh, mm-hmm. You're going to come right out. Right no five minutes. No catfishing. <laughs> You'll yeah. be busted. Yeah. Like no we'd be like, oh, okay. Um, Carrie Chan, you guys are partners today. Um, wonder how that happened it's gonna be awesome Ah, no we would it would it would be me being competitive we actually did take a soul cycle class when we were working for grit in new york and uh first experience of our lives it was it was pretty awful really we uh it was was so bad super (gasps) intense and crazy wild it's all up to the no it's the instructor there's this guy that's this instructor instructor no. that's amazing he's like story because this may be too trammel no. trammel is his name he had this big heart surgery he's this beautiful like black guy with this oh my god he's amazing oh, and plays you know who no. i'm talking about trammel okay i can't i don't know if i could say this i'm not gonna do it we're not gonna say we'll say it for another time uh, but he's, he's really, man. really popular you're doing it i'm not gonna no i'm just alluding to Alluding to? I'm alluding to. I'm just, I'm blowing him up and his status with this company was top notch. Uh, he was the master of all masters. Yeah, making like a million bucks, kind of. like Literally a million a, dollars a year. Just with that, just with self You're giving it away. Okay, anyway. So we took it and, he's, and he says, okay, 130 RPMs out of saddle. Out of saddle. Uh-huh. And if you can't keep up with me, sit down or get out. Oh, oh my God. And then, and I think my ears are still broken from the volume. That's my old age. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, really? And then it was a turning of my resistance, not knowing me, keep going, turning, turning. He's like literally hand on my resistance. Everything that we would not do. Oh, just, right. Don't touch my bike. Well, hey, for what it's worth, everything we were trained not to do. It, right. it was everything. Well, because it's, it's, it's not, it's apples and oranges. It's apples and oranges. It's, It's, you know, the deal. Like there's things that are really cool to experience, but you know, they're not that safe, but there's just an experience, you know, it's great. great (sighs) You know what? What's good for me may not be good for somebody else and vice versa. So I probably at 20 years old with a, with a Red Bull, I I could do that. (laughs) Carrie, if you and I went and we had our like little millennial outfits on those, those spandex (laughs) that go up to your, like above your belly button with the short crop shirt. And then, and then, right. If we had those and like the weird, the sneakers that are like not really safe either. And and then after, and on the way there, we got our coffees and just like walk in our outfits all the time and then left and we didn't sweat. Took a few photos beforehand. uh, Selfies, like maybe did a little stuff. I mean, we'd probably be enjoying it a lot more. You know, and you're right. And this is why I really want to give Chan kudos for creating an experience like a a New York experience because it's different. And you know this, the city experience in fitness, it's nothing like mainstream. It's just, it's it's more, it's It's just, it's just more, right? It's extra. Uh, It's a scene. It's bigger, better, more. In 2000, I got yelled at and I didn't know at Crunch Gym in East Village, Astor Place, in a dance class because someone's like, excuse me, you're standing in my spot. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she, she's like, look down. And I'm like, are you number 10? I'm like, um, 
oh, I'm sorry. Mm. I, I didn't know you had like, you walk in, you write down where you're going to stand on that number. If you do a grapevine oh. right, you better come back and grapevine left and end at that spot. <laughs> Otherwise, you are in trouble. I was Ouch. like, oh, yes, this is it intense. is. It's like the soup Nazi. Yep. Yes. So we felt, we felt that. So with, with, with grit boxing, it's with Chan developed a safe, effective, fun workout. And then the scene was, you know, the, the million Music. dollar light system and the Swarovski boxing bag in the front and the, you know, the, Did you mention the bar yet, the bar <laughs> with, with liquor, like literally a bar in the boutique studio. But I had someone tell me someone very experienced with New York fitness, um, 20, 30 years. They said to me, that New Yorkers don't know that they appreciate and like smart fitness until they have it. Right. In right. other words, they'll just jump on the carousel and do what all the other crazy boutique fitness studios are doing, where they take you to the edge over and over and over and over again, and harder is better, blah, blah, blah. And so I try to really develop something that was as intense as they wanted it to be, but I knew that the experience was going to come from incredible lighting, music, screens, all that stuff was going to give them the experience. But, um, and I think for the most part, we did a pretty darn good job. But um, I think so. It yeah. Was, yeah. But, but it was wild nonetheless, even though it didn't, on paper, it didn't look like that much of a crazy workout. But once you attach all the bells and whistles to it, it was. It was unlike anything I'd ever been a part of. It was pretty, pretty cool. When, when Pitbull walked into the studio, yeah, right. and, and we were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay next That's time. awesome. Pitbull, Tony Robbins, they're swinging by. You know, it was it was really an incredible experience for me uh, and Carrie as well because she was developing uh, – virtually half the workouts that, that these guys were presenting. Uh, you know so. what? Kudos to you for giving them substance. I mean, like, you know, that's what it does. You know, New York, New York city, and you know, we're just an hour South of there and we, you know, grew up, Christine was a lot closer, but you know, it's, it's like that. It's loud. It's busy. It's, but the substance isn't always there, you know? So, uh, good for you. I tried, I tried hard, man. I think, I think, you know, everybody has their opinion, right. But, um, but it, it seemed that New York was ready. And I know that the, the actually the investors and owners wanted something, uh, that was really credible. And they used that word a lot with me in the early stages of development. And they said that they said, we'll take care of the crazy. You do the credible. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. all right, Fun. I can do that. And That's a sure, good relationship. They like sure that. lived up to that. They did. Sure. They did. They, they absolutely did. did. Yeah. Well, listen, as the world is kind of opening up, you know, little bit by little bit every week, um, there's certainly going to be changes for us. Um, Carrie and her role, me trying to decide, really, I'm in a decision-making process of do I entertain corporate fitness again because there are some companies reaching out to me now that they can see some daylight or do we go brick and mortar and have kind of that three-pronged attack with education, virtual training, you know, coach education and presenting workouts. So that's kind of, you know, where we are at the fork in the road and you're pretty consistent, babe. I mean, you've got a, a good gig. Well, you're busy. I, I think I'm, I'm kind of, I, I want to say this in a po positive way, but like, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels, meaning that I'm busy. It's maybe not, I'm not getting very far into what I really want to do ultimately, you know, but mm -hmm. right now I'm, I'm really proud that I can, you know, 
pay my bills and <laughs> that were, you know, or an that, income in the COVID shutdown. I mean, that's yeah. something yeah. itself. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, so, that's hard. But I, can I, can I say something real quick? Of course. Um, I, you know, it's like if you have a, you're teaching a cycling class. Okay. And there's 40 bikes and 10 people show up. You're still going to do you. Yeah. Right. But it just, you actually don't feel that productive. You feel like there's a whole level of impact I'm not able to make during this hour. And it's, you know, it's 25% of what I normally, and the energy's down. And even though you're going to bring your A game and you're going to fake it till you make it, it is different. And I think maybe that's what you're referring to. Yeah. You just don't have that volume of impact that we judge ourselves on a lot in this I, industry. I know? think also, ultimately, I, I know... Christine, you're probably a planner like me. I like to know what's going to happen. Like, I don't like surprises. <laughs> I, 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 I think she rolls with the punches and she just takes them. Yeah, yeah her, her, her planning book gives me anxiety. It it's oh like, God. it's a teacher's, <laughs> it's a teacher's planner. I have I a billion it. different ones, but also I've gotten a lot better at, I used to not be good with like, oh my God, this got thrown off. My whole schedule's off. And now I think once I left teaching that world of teaching and business where everything my whole life was always on a bell on a exact timer yeah. and now being able to set my own hours and things like that a little bit more, I almost am like, okay, this happened. All right. Rearrange this, this, this. Um, I always say when, when COVID hit and all this stuff, I'm like, my life is chaos. So this is not anything different than, right. you know, people who are had to really like, they keep saying like, Oh, pivot this blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. That's on a daily basis. Like this is just right. what we do. If you're, you know, not just fitness. And I was talking to someone earlier today about it's not just fitness. I'm not your fitness instructor. I am in the business of fitness. It is totally a different way to look at the world. And you, right. both of you keep saying about creating, if you you know, some people are like, if you didn't, you know, take courses and better yourself. Okay. You could take courses. That's great. But what are you doing that sees the bigger picture? What, right. what research have you done? Who have you gotten involved with? Like, you know, um, Connection. right. Connections or, you know, when we're not even talking like something huge, but I think that's the way, and I'm going to be very honest for me going back to, you know, teach some classes part-time or whatever, like I was at orange theory, didn't make any sense. No. It it um it's almost like stepping backwards at this point because yeah, I got a great experience. I got to see another company. Okay, good. Take notes. Now moving on. Because right. like you said, with you know, a lot of these companies, okay, at you know, Chen, you said it, like thirty percent capacity. What's your ROI as right. a instructor, as a you know, you've got to be creative as a fitness professional to say, Okay, well if I do stay with this company, I still have to really hustle in order to just make what I was making before. So why uh, not try and just make all the money for yourself <laughs> at this point, then split it with somewhere else, you know, someone else. It's a really interesting I know, think that's place. really important. Jen and I both feel, Christine, that we have given a lot of ourselves to other companies. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to do so when – um, when we're all jiving and we're all on the same path and the energy's good because and you you're know, getting, you're valued and you're, you're, you're valued. receiving compensation for what you bring. Absolutely. Yes. And, and if it's not, you're right, it's not worth it. Um, and that's where I feel it's, it's huge. And that's maybe part of my spinning my wheels. Like, am I valued in what I'm doing? And I can value myself doing my own thing. 
Um, but when I start working for other people, it's just like, I'm giving you my, my knowledge and my vast experience over 30 years. And do you really value that? I'm not really sure. And, you know, I, I love Piloxing and I'm, I, I'm still labeled a Piloxing master ch- trainer, you know, am I going out certifying instructors? No, because that's not really happening right now. So, right. but you know, but they value their team and we're part of a family. And so I will always attach my name to Piloxing. And they take the time to stay connected. That's what separates them from a lot of this is they actually take the time to stay connected to you. In Orange Theory, I value what Ellen Latham created for instructors and for a woman who's been in the industry for as long as I have. Hustling. God, I've hustled. Mm. Not for a lot of money. We never did it for the money. We tried, <laughs> we tried, but um, it wasn't a lucrative, uh, you know, it was more like it were cheerleaders. Right. And now I feel like with orange theory, it gave me a platform or it gave a lot of coaches. Trainers are now coaches, stability and steady income and growth. So I, I love that, but I would love to be able to do that with Chan. And I think that's ultimately our goal and, and to be able to go forth into the world, preaching what I've always believed 110% more now than ever, that our role as fitness professionals are preventative medicine. We, we help prevent, like prevent people from having to go into the hospital. Like, you know, I, I feel like we have such an undervalued occupation Mm -hmm. and I hope that we can highlight that more coming up in 2021, what value we bring to people's lives, you know, and taking it away is not an option. Like we have to find other ways. There has to be a better way. So let's do that. Here, here. Yeah. So yeah. Drop the mic. (laughs) Drop the mic. No, you're right. Exercise is health. Exercise is health care. You know, we can debate how we're going to pay for all this illness and sickness and, you know, short lives later. Um, or we can get to work and kind of break a sweat and have some fun and, you know, give away, give away all this stuff that we do ourselves that we know how great it makes us feel. Right. Like, like, man, I want to give this to you. And like, it's going to be awesome if you just let it. And yes. uh, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, hey, we're going to save the world. All we are going to well, save um, the if world. They would let us, baby, if they would just yes. let you know on the um, idea committee call yesterday, there was a pretty decent amount of dialogue about coaching the emotional and mental aspect of keeping people up and mm-hmm. keeping people positive and keeping people above water, uh, meaning your clients. So the coach coaching the client and, and they are predicting that there's going to be a lot more uh, education and content coming out um, with various organizations on that emotional piece of it. Yeah. You know, writing a great program. Cool. Right. But how do you, how do you, and this is stuff that I think, People like us, and I'm going to brag on all of us right now for a second, we do some pretty good stuff instinctively, right? Before we start a training session, what's the first five minutes? It's talking. It's how are you? How are you feeling? How's the plantar fasciitis? We're a month out now. Are you feeling good? Right. Do you think you can do it? Right. Did you get sleep last night? How's your alcohol content? Did you have some carbohydrates before the workout? So we kind of have this instinctive way to really create a great 
high level training experience, but a lot of coaches don't, they go right into the physical. And so they think there's going to be a lot more content and, and material coming out about the mental and emotional coaching. And when do you insert that in an hour session, if it's virtual or live. And so I'm kind of excited to see some content uh, about that. I don't know if you guys in your circles are, are hearing the same thing. I I have to say that um, I've just finished writing an arthritis course. And one of the, you know, one of the lessons is, you know, I talk a lot about workout creation and communication with people and building that trust now more than ever. That socialization, that's great. If your mind's not in it, it who cares about your body? Right. And, you know, as a teacher for 16 years, it, social emotional learning, SEL, is all over the place with education. Well, guess what? We need to also think of SEL with everybody. Everything. And right. SEL has always been in phys ed. Those gym mm-hmm. teachers yeah. and, you know, those phys ed teachers have always, I mean, they've been leading with SEL right. for, forever. And and now, you know, that's kind of thing. That's like my thing. I mean, right. like I always say, I'm going to love you till you can love yourself. And then we're going to, you know, we're just going to keep going. Uh, my my quote is, um, <laughs> I believe it's my job to believe in you more than you believe in yourself until you believe in yourself more than I do. Like, there it's like that's, that's the thing. Like, that's my job. I be- I know you can do that. I know you can hit that, you know, speed button up a little bit more. I know you can. I wouldn't ask you if if I didn't think you could. Well, it's very interesting. Know? 90% of Carrie's clientele are 40-plus women, and half of those are career women who have made it and have had incredible careers. And, like badasses. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's really fascinating to sit back and listen in another room as she delivers these sessions and how much, this is the irony, how much she has to keep them up mm-hmm. and yeah. keep them going. It's really interesting, but I think, uh, I mean, it's a great um, it's such an honor. awareness that yeah. the industry is taking on is the emotional coaching to people. Right. So. And, and I say that, you know, honor, I, I honor the, the fact that they, uh, they're so vulnerable and it's such a, they give you such a gift, right? Like when they come to you, um, they're telling you their flaws, weaknesses, and, and, and it's just, and I mean, bad habits and bad habits. I mean, right. they're, they're showing you the dirty and, That's right. um, That's right. you know, it's, it's your job to kind of, to, to keep spin them up, it. Spin, spin it. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now it's, it's just starting back with, okay, where are you stress wise today? Like, how are you feeling emotionally today? Um, because if someone's had such a, you know, their cortisol dumping because they're just so stressed and they're not sleeping. And of course they're 40 plus then throw in the hormones, which is a whole nother Hello. thing. <laughs> um, but you know, what do you just put them through a hit, hit workout just because you think that that's what's going to, br- that might not be best for their body right then and then, you know? So yeah, it, I mean, we could probably talk. For no, I think it's a great this, course but- though. I think it's a great course I- to even, you know, think about for 2021 for us, the master's fitness is, you know, venture into that world of some real specific guidelines on what does that blueprint yeah. of a session look like uh, to keep the clients who are struggling emotionally or dealing with, you know, tough times. Sounds so. like someone needs to come up with an SEL <laughs> like a uh, work course for training. Maybe we'll I don't be in know, touch, guys. Christina. <laughs> We're on we'll it. We'll be in touch with you guys. Call me. Call us. <laughs> I, you know what? I think I was just listening to this and I'm like, I think everybody, all of us, we know every people. fitness trainer should intern as a, as a high school girls cross country coach <laughs> because it's like every, it's like everything that like you know I, I deal with or you know work with them on you know you want to you want to 
get to the the source of it. Um, it's yes. right there. It's amazing. You want to learn patience, patience, understanding. and and <laughs> talking to them, and, and 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 emotions and all that stuff. I I have a whole course that I teach sometimes when they used to let us in the schools about mm-hmm. emojis and you know and like you know knowing your emojis and what they actually are. They're just pictures of words that we use to describe how we feel, right? So it's like, you know, now they're like comfortable with emojis and yeah, there's a pile of shit and that's, <laughs> you know, like it's a feeling that you actually have. Um, yeah. You know, or, so it's, um, yeah, it's, Man, it's such an important part really of it. Good. I would love to see that course. That that's pretty cool. brilliant. Yeah, but it's true. Like if I could just have my clients show me what emoji they're feeling today, I think a lot of it right now would be meh. Right. That's a cute thing, though, Brian. You may have given uh, Carrie a good idea. Yeah, like, well, that's five right. Minutes, you know, five minutes from the session, you hit your client up, send me the emoji of how you're doing. Just, yeah. just footnote me. Just put in the footnote, episode whatever, whatever of the Brian Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone yeah. podcast. Yeah, the master. The master. Oh, my gosh. So tell us as we are winding down today. Um, we could go on forever and we're going to have to have a, you know, sequel to this at some point in the future. You've earned it. Yeah. Um, so tell us right now, people want more information about the master's fitness. They want to get in touch with you guys for, you know, what's going on and what, you know, what you're up to. What's happening? Well, we made it pretty easy. We are themastersfitness.com, Carrie at themastersfitness.com, Chan at themastersfitness.com, Instagram, the master's fitness, uh, and Facebook, the master's fitness. So we, um, we, it's weird because we kind of put that all out there, but we we're, we're kind of vamping back up into, you know, yeah, literally the master's fitness concept was just a few months old when I got the grit project and that took 110% of my time. So it was kind of a sidebar show, you know? Yeah. And so I, I did some lectures and some education events during the time, but they were very sporadic and we really didn't get to attack it. But, uh, so the- but yeah, if you can just remember the master's fitness and the, the is important because there are some master's fitnesses out sure. there, but it's, Masters Fitness and, um, and the just, YouTube channel will be building up. Oh, that's uh, also the Masters the, Fitness. Yeah, yeah. It's still the Masters Fitness on the YouTube channel, but but that'll be building up as well as uh, through the end of the year. Podcasts, the Masters Fitness on Spotify, Apple, Google, all of it, every mm-hmm. gamut, and YouTube. We have our podcasts up there as well. Just you know, cross uh, crossing over both, and um, we have a couple workouts that we do on there as well. We just try to keep it loosey goosey, and we are, you know, the masters fitness because we're master trainers, and we're in the masters age group. And as you know, Christine, as an endurance athlete, as well as you, Brian, um, knowing that you know there is the masters division. I think it's the most badass division. It's absolutely the last chance effort division where we just wanted to, you know, show everything we can, but you know, I, I think ironically the master's division is, is not just like, it's pretty competitive it's and it's absolutely competitive cool. and, and, competitive. and we appreciate, we enjoy getting a little bit older, right? We go into, yes. a new, we go into a new age group when you're the youngest one in that age group, you're a bad dude, you know, or chica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no question about it, but listen, <laughs> You know, to finish out, the real concept of this is is intelligent fitness programming and intelligent fitness for 40 plus. I mean, that's it. And that has a couple of arms, but that's really the concept that we're going to eventually get to. And I don't mean in two years, but we'll get to it very quickly and really expand uh, offerings. And we were actually scheduled to present at the IDEA world in Anaheim this past summer and FIBO. (laughs) And of course, you know, those got canceled, but we, that was kind of our coming out party. I had a two hour 
lecture with Carrie there with a nutrition piece uh, in a two-hour lecture at Ideal World in Anaheim. But it was just a big missed opportunity. Um, but So we were getting ready. We really were getting ready to say hello to the world. But that's looking behind. 2021, the Masters Fitness is going to be something to uh, to look at, and we're excited about it. And we'll be planning a wedding. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so we have a date. So 2021 will be an amazing year. COVID or no COVID, but vaccine, no vaccine. It doesn't matter. We've just got to keep moving on and keep inspiring people and keep connecting with beautiful people like you. And um, I hope you'll have us back on and we'll have you on ours. Yes. Yeah. Oh, please, please. Let's Listen, do it. The Monday's uh, Masters uh, podcast is going to come back very, very soon. And you guys will hopefully say yes and we'll have a lot of fun. Yes. In. Done. Yeah. Love it. That's Love it. it. Guys, thank you so much. This was fantastic. I needed it. I needed yeah. it, and we got it. Now go back to your three minions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm going to take that little you forget slow. about that? No, no. <laughs> just, I'm going to take the long way home, you know. <laughs> They're in the car. You cracked the window. It's fine. Right. No. The windows are rolled down. Duct tape. All right. Well, thank you guys for having us on. Oh, you are the best. And um, with that said, it's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.